Folks, you know we have to do an Inside the Den recap today. It's a Friday, Locked on Lions. You are Locked on Lions, your daily Detroit Lions podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And what's good, everybody? Matt Derry with you. It is another edition of Locked On Lions right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day on a Friday, July 28th into the weekend and Saturday, July 29th. Thanks for checking us out, making us your first listen. Got to give a shout out to our everydayers who are out there. Everybody that's contacted me, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, threads, we appreciate you checking the podcast out each and every day, which you can find on Twitter at Derry Speaks, at Locked On Lions on Twitter, on threads at The Real Matt Derry. Matt Derry Facebook fan page. And thank you for watching and subscribing for free on our Locked On Lions YouTube channel. Coming up on the show today, man, the Lions did a heck of a job with their own, their own video team and department and all of that creative team. Did an incredible job with their Inside the Den episode three, which was released last night. It was like 90 minutes long, all about the draft. It was really, really good. And I got a few comments I want to make about that. And I know you know where I'm going with this on one of the comments, because many of you hit me up at Dairy Speaks, um, seeing the same thing that I saw. Also, a couple more Lions made the NFL's top 100 list. And Tom Kennedy, TK News, on the show today as well, right here on Locked On Lions. It's Friday. The team got back to work in Allen Park today after an off day yesterday. First padded practice today. And the star of the padded practice, everybody's saying, is Aiden Hutchinson. Panay Sewell remarked after practice today how much stronger Hutch has gotten. He was uh, getting around Decker, getting around Sewell today and had a really good practice, as did Brian Branch, who was back out there today. So that's a good sign. The defense, as Justin Rogers pointed out yesterday on the show from the Detroit News, the defense has been behind the offense, but today um, kind of made some plays, did well. Rodrigo with an interception today of Nate Sudfeld. So uh, a good practice today for the team um, as they get set now to hit the weekend and fans showing up. Uh, what today was the first practice with fans and then tomorrow uh, and, and over the weekend um, as well. All right. So inside the den, I got to get to this first. Um, this has been a series that has been put out by the lions the last couple of years. And it's really good. Behind the, scene, behind the scenes stuff, they're miking Dan Campbell, they're miking Brad Holmes, they're sitting down and doing interviews with players and GM, the coach, all this stuff. And it's just it's just really good. Gives you a, a good inside look at what the organization's all about. The previous regime, and it seems like ages since they've been here, but the Quintricia era would never have done this. All right. Brad and Dan are good guys. And they are willing to put themselves out there to excite the fan base and its content that the team is putting out on their own, right? Go to the website, DetroitLions.com, or go to YouTube. It's there. I put the link out at Dairy Speaks today on YouTube as well. So I'm watching Inside the Dan, and it's all about the draft, right? They're playing audio clips at the beginning. You hear, you hear Valeni and the Hatchet Man and Mike Florio, Rico Beard, and all these people uh, on at the beginning talking about the Lions draft and how they reached early for a running back and a linebacker and, you know, Brad Holmes kind of has, he says, should I be bashing mock drafts? It's a really good open. And they 
They get into a lot of things. And I'm not going to go through the entire thing. It's 90 minutes long. But yes. All right. Let me start with this. <laughs> Hold on. Folks, what have I been telling you for years? I call it 222 Rodwood Drive for a reason. All right. I've been telling you for years that Rod Wood, who when he became team president back in 2015, I'm going to fix this, but when Rod Wood became team president, no one knew who he was. All right. He's a Florida States guy. He worked for, he's a banker. All right. I'm not going to call him a bean counter. I'm not going to do the Chuck Schmidt bit. Okay. But bear with me here. I call it 2-2, I used to refer to it as 2-2-2 Keenest Drive after my good buddy Bill Keenest, longtime PR maven with the Lions. I renamed it 2-2-2 Rod Wood Drive because as I've been saying on this podcast going on seven years, Rod Wood has big cachet in Allen Park. He's got a lot of power. Despite the fact that when he was hired in 2015, he said, I'm not qualified to run any other NFL team but he's running the Lions. And we all laughed and we said, another Ford family friend running the team, just like Chuck Schmidt was, just like Tom Lewan was, right? That doesn't know anything about football. Now, Tom was a manager at Michigan and a capologist, so he knew a little bit, but he got way too big too in the front office. Chuck Schmidt was a bean counter. Clown Schmidt, as he was called by Art Regner back in the day on WDFN, he became general manager. So Rod Wood, who is the president of the Lions, we've talked about it. I, I've told you guys he's got a lot of power down there. And I refer to his 222 Rod Wood Drive. Well, if you watched the show last night, one thing was clear. Rod's involved, okay? Now, did he make draft picks? No. But Lions fans, I know you agree with me. When you're watching last night, okay, and they're huddling, Brad and Dan are sitting at the table, all right? They're my, there's a microphone. There's a camera behind the scenes inside the Lions war room. There's John Dorsey over Brad Holmes's right shoulder. There's Mike Disner over Dan Campbell's left shoulder. All right, you got the scouts. Chris Spielman, I didn't really see, but he likes to be back in the, in the background. Sheila Hamp is sitting there, all right? Now, Sheila's not really in the shot, but she's at the table on the other side. And so tell me this wasn't cringy when Brad and Dan are huddling about Jameer Gibbs. Do they take him at number eight or do they trade back? Or number six, excuse me. Or do they trade back, right? They're huddling. Will he be there? What do they do? And there's Rod sitting there huddling with those two. That's the coach and the general manager. They're having a, an intense conversation. And Rod's in there like, What's up, guys? He's listening and he's huddling in. It was obvious they wanted Jameer Gibbs. And Arizona called uh, Brad Holmes, uh, Monty, whatever his name is, the Arizona GM, Austin Fort, or whatever. And he calls Brad Holmes and says, I want to move up. I want to move up to six. And Brad tells Disner first. He looks back. He looks at Disner and he says, Arizona wants to come up. So Disner's working on a little trade in the background and give Mike Disner credit. He's moved up in the organization and he looks like Brad's right-hand man on the show. You know, Brad's huddling with Dan. Here comes 
222 over there huddling in. And Disner has the proposal from Arizona, which was 12, 34, and 168 for number six and number 81. So the Lions were going to pick up an extra pick, uh, lose their 80, the uh, the third round pick at number 81. Or no, that was the, that's the second, the third round pick at 81, but then get an extra second at number 34 and all that. And Campbell tells Sheila, this guy plays like a receiver. We got to get him. And which I thought was pretty telling. It was fantastic watching this go down and see Brad Holmes go absolutely bat bleep crazy when at number 11, uh, Skaronsky gets drafted because now Gibbs is coming to them at 12 and he was the guy they wanted. They only put 14 first round grades on any of the players. Remember, there's 32 picks. They only had 14 guys rated as first round grades on their board. And Jameer Gibbs was very high on their board. So it was cool to watch, but again, there was Rod hovering. It just, I, I know maybe I'm running this into the ground. Maybe Lion fans don't want to hear uh, me do this Rod bit, but like I got tweets about it. People were sending stuff in. Turner Batdorf and others were tweeting me. Oh, there he is. You're right. Because I've been saying it on the show. But the, most of the, the, the stuff on the show was just awesome. It was absolutely awesome. I have more to talk about on it. I, I, I don't want to take all the time on, on, uh, on two, 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 but um, it just, it was cringy. Then when Brad high fives him, he's like, like, like uh, cringy. Um, all right. I'll, I want to recap some more about some of the players Alliance took uh, on the show. Uh, we got to get into Amon Ross St. Brown and Jared Goff making the top 100. Tom Kennedy's gone. All of that coming up next uh, right here on lockdown Lions. But first, our partners at eBay Motors have teamed up with Locked On Fantasy Football host Vinny Iyer to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week and all season long. Whether you're prepping for a draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you with players that are guaranteed to be a fit on your roster. So with draft prep underway for the upcoming season, let's see who Vinny, our guy Vinny, has picked out for us on this week's edition of eBay's Guaranteed Fit Fantasy Picks of the Week. Uh-oh, guess what he does? Yep, Vinny's getting sucked in. When the top tier of quarterbacks is off the board in fantasy drafts, there's another line of luxury passers and runners who are guaranteed to fit your starting lineups every week. One of them is none other than the Bears. Hall of Fields, Justin Fields, who started rolling out of the garage last week and is bound to jump into the fast lane this season. This time on top of this huge rushing total, Fields can deliver improved stats in the air with DJ Moore, now leading Chicago's wide receiver core. Vinny Iyer from Lockdown Fantasy Football is going to help you win your fantasy championship. And eBay Motors knows the championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. With eBay Guaranteed Fit and over 122 million parts and accessories for your vehicle right at your fingertips, you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly. Air filters, brakes, batteries, taillights, alternators, shocks, struts, you name it, eBay Motors has it. It's simple, all right? Just go to ebaymotors.com. It's all right there for you. Go forth, switch gears, crank the AC, and say goodbye to sweating if your ride needs a little fixing up. Because now you know you'll always be set up for success from the get-go with eBay Guaranteed Fit. Everything your vehicle is calling for is just a click away. Again, for the right parts and accessories for your car, look up, look at that green check. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Let's ride 
eBay, guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right, so a couple other things from last night's show inside the den. Shout out to the Lions. They did a great job with it. Um, the slow-mo replay of Brad Holmes elbowing Dan Campbell as he's so excited to draft Jameer Gibbs is hilarious. They did like a minute and a half about Holmes going nuts and smashing into Dan Campbell. I just thought it was funny. Dan Campbell's hilarious. And you just see those guys have that kind of chemistry. And you you used to watch these behind-the-scenes shows, whether it was Hard Knocks, whether it was you know NFL films. And you always said, how come we can't have a front office and a coach like that? How come we can't have fun like that here in Detroit? as we had clowns upon clowns running this outfit. Now, it seems pretty fun watching Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell. Um, 14 guys in that first round bucket is what Campbell called it. They've got, they got three of those players. Jameer Gibbs, Jack Campbell, and Sam Laporta. And they got Laporta in the second round. I loved Laporta's swagger in his interview at the Combine with the Lions where he had the remote control and they were watching his tape and they were like, you know, like, what kind of player are you? And Laporta goes, I'm a locker room guy. Put me wherever I'm good. I want to block. I want to win. Uh, you know, I want to do everything. And Dan Campbell said something like, you keep looking at the clock. Like, are you trying to leave? And he's like, no, 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 no. I'm just nervous. I, I, you know, I'm just looking everywhere. I'm excited. Like Sam Laporta seemed really cool. And I thought his interview, I thought he knocked it out of the park. It was really, really uh, really good. Jack Campbell uh, looks just like Eamon Reynolds, the Lions media relations director. That that was a note I wrote down. Awesome. Like just in the hallways, like swearing up a storm, talking to uh, uh, Brad and Dan. And of course, Rod's standing there. Uh, but Jack Campbell just seems like such a guy that, they, that fits this uh, team. And he's going to play. They kept talking on the show about Jack Campbell being a starter. They didn't draft him at 18 for him to play behind Anzalone, Rodrigo, or Derek Barnes. So he's going to play. And I thought he was really, really good on the show. Um, the Brian Branch trade was was fun to watch. Interesting how they moved up to get him. And you had Campbell on the phone with Goody, Brian Gutekunst, uh, to make that move. Rod, of course, chiming in, saying, uh, we got exactly what we wanted for less. Well, yeah, Rod, they wanted 152, pick 152, and we gave him 159. Like, settle down. Um, but Brian Branch seemed cool. Uh, I love when Antoine Green, the seventh round pick, was so excited after talking to Brad Holmes. He hung up on Dan Campbell. <laughs> they had to call him back, and Campbell's like, you hung up on me. Um, I just thought it was really good. So shout out to the Lions. Uh, that was a tremendous, tremendous show. Uh, and to check it out if you have not done so. All right, NFL Top 100 continues. Remember the other day we told you Aiden Hutchinson was named the number 88th best player in the league and made the NFL a top 100. This is voted on by the players and all that stuff, and they have it on NFL Network. Well, they got down into the 60s yesterday, and Amon Ross St. Brown came in number 67. Um, uh, number 67, 67, family feast with Newman. That's a Seinfeld bit. Uh, but Amon Ross 67, actually higher ranked, all right, Amon Ross St. Brown of the Lions, higher ranked than Terry McLaurin, Scary Terry, who was 94. DeAndre Hopkins, who was number 90, and Garrett Wilson of the Jets, who was 74. So we saw these wide receiver ranking lists lately that didn't have Amon on the top 10, yet had 
McLaurin and D hop in there. But yet the players think St. Brown is better than those guys. I loved it. I thought it was really cool. First time Amon Ross St. Brown has made the top 100 and uh, he deserves it in a big way. Um, so he was 67 and then right at 66 was his quarterback, Jared Goff. Now this is the third time that Goff has made the top 100. I believe a couple of years ago, he was like 32 or something. But what's interesting when they were talking about Jared Goff, uh, they interviewed one of the commanders, defensive backs, who said he lit us up in the first half and he had a great year and he's back to playing at the level that he was with the Rams. Um, I thought that was really, really awesome. Um, interesting who Jared Goff ranked ahead of on this list. The one that struck me was Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson came in at number 72 and Goff at 66. You ask most fans, they would still tell you that Lamar Jackson, based on his ability to scramble and run, and based on the fact that he just got a giant wallet full of cash from the Baltimore Ravens, that Lamar Jackson is better than Goff. But based off of last year and the system and everything that the Lions were doing with Goff, I can see where he's at 66. I'm not sure Jared Goff's going to get any better than this. I thought last year he was tremendous, and I still have my doubts about how good he can be. But to make it ahead of Lamar Jackson at 72 tells you something about what the players think of him. Uh, Geno Smith was 77. Um, who else? I can't even read my own handwriting. Tua was 82. Hall of Fields, 86. And we mentioned this, Trevor Lawrence, 96, which I think is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Trevor Lawrence at 96 is dumb. All right? He's much better than that. I don't know if he's better than Goff because he's really only had now one good season, Trevor Lawrence, and he will continue to have really good years. Um, but Trevor Lawrence coming in at 96 and Jared Goff at 66, 30 slots higher is a bit, a bit of a stretch for me. Um, now, who would be left from the Lions to make the NFL's top 100? I I think Frank Ragnow should be on there, but I don't think he's going to make it, but you got to think Panay Sewell's a top 50 player. Dan Campbell said today that Panay Sewell is our foundation. And Sewell's like, this is my year. This is our year. Like, he's fired up. Sewell could be scary. Sewell could end up being the best right tackle in football after this season, or maybe next. I've got to figure he's on the list. All right. Uh, the legend, number 85. You know he'll be back. You know he's coming back somehow. But right now, on this current Lions roster, Tom Kennedy is no more. We will explain Coming up next. But first, I got to tell you about our friends at Marg's Sparkling Margaritas. I've been talking about them for a couple of weeks now. And I go over to uh, Nino Salvaggio's right there at Hall and uh, Hayes, and I get myself a nice little six pack of sparkling margaritas called Marg's. They are refreshing, ready to drink sparkling margaritas. And it's a better drink than High Noons or White Claws. It's a drink of the summer. And Marg's, they're local. You got to support local. Five unique flavors, including my favorite, the uh, coconut margarita. There's something for everybody to enjoy. They're crisp, refreshing. Come in a can, you throw it in the fridge, it's ice cold. On a hot day like today, you go outside and have a Marg's, and uh, it's awesome. This summer, I've been packing my uh, second fridge with Marg's. They're great. It's the drink of the summer, no question about it. Go to their website, sipmargs, S-I-P-M-A-R-G-S.com, to find a retailer near you. Must be 21 and over to enjoy. Cheers. And please drink responsibly.
All right, so uh, news of the day. The Detroit Lions have a new wide receiver in the building, Trey Quinn. No relation, I hope, to the maestro, Bob Quinn, but Trey Quinn is here, signed by the Lions as the uh, Michigan former Michigan Panthers wide receiver this year in the USFL, uh, was signed after Tom Kennedy was waived injured by the team uh, after suffering an upper body injury on Wednesday. Lions feel like they have better depth at wide receiver right now. You throw Jameer Gibbs in the mix, um, uh, Antoine Green and others. And of course, they just picked up um, Mims from the Jets, Denzel Mims. So Tom Kennedy, who has been on and off on this roster for four years, TK85 is waived injured. What does that mean? That means uh, he goes on waivers, becomes a free agent. He can sign anywhere else. But if the Lions wanted to bring him back, uh, only two options. One, they could re-sign him, but then he's got to go on injured reserve and miss the entire season. Or they do an injury settlement with him. He goes on uh, uh, goes out um, in the marketplace. Lions bring him back following the injury settlement. But they would have to have an injury settlement with him to bring him back, which teams have done before. But Tom Kennedy in a pinch, made some big plays for this team. And for some odd reason, there's he always, he's like a cat. He's got nine lives. It always seems like he comes back. So keep your eye on this. Uh, a lot of times teams, immediately if they see a guy get hurt, and it's even if it's not major, they wave injure him to bring in somebody else, take a look, and then they hope if they like the player, they, they, they uh, perform an injury settlement with him uh, and then pay him off and then bring him back. So we'll see. But TK, Tom Kennedy, no longer on this Lions roster. All right, that'll do it for the Friday edition of Lockdown Lions. Thanks for checking us out, making us your first listen. Um, next week, Ross Tucker, hopefully going to join us. Got a few other surprises as well for next week right here on Lockdown Lions. We appreciate you guys checking us out. Have a great weekend, everybody.